Steve is quite the greatest sound technician we have ever had. Welcome everyone. This is Mike and Tammy back for another round of Flyover Logic. I'm Mike, a former teacher turned business owner, lifelong conservative, and a bit of a political hot dish. And I'm Tammy, a sociology professor whose studies and life experience has firmly planted me in the liberal camp. Each episode will give you a brief take on what's got us thinking, what the heck? We'll take a deeper dive into one big topic and we'll end with sharing something happy, leaving you all with some Minnesota nice. Sometimes you need a bird's eye view to make sense of the world, and sometimes you need to land the plane and take a look around. We hope to do both and help each other learn something along the way. That is nice. Everybody should know that we had to restart because we foobarred the recording. Well. And so we're about to fake this first part. Yeah. Because but it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing, <clears throat> right, and now we know how to do sound a little bit by ourselves. Do we? <laughs> well, it's I- not moving. Thing's not going anywhere. It is. Oh, there it goes. Okay. All right. Well, what the heck? Where's Steve, the sound guy, when you need him? That's my what the heck. That I changed mine to what the heck. No. Okay. okay. You go first. My... Hi, Mike. No. Hi, Tammy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming. Again? Uh, yeah. I had to reach down on the floor to pick up my newspaper. Because you'd already, already set it down. Set it down. We were done. So, uh, no. My what the heck is apparently, uh, allegedly, I keep having to remind myself, allegedly, mm-hmm. The Minnesota Republican Party, so the GOP, um, re- have been recruiting candidates to run as third-party candidates, primarily through this uh, legal marijuana now party, um, and specifically up in the Iron Range, up in the um, I don't remember what district it is, but the up Angie, north. Yep, north. Angie Craig is running as an incumbent DFLer, and uh, she has a Republican challenger, <laughs> and they recruited this guy named uh, I think it's Adam Weeks. Yep. To run on this marijuana ticket and they even gave him money like yeah, to like, get his campaign rolling they gave him $15,000 yeah, yeah. and said P, you know will you please run so right. they, and like spe- allegedly allegedly right specifically to say yeah. like they said we want you to do this because yeah. it will siphon off votes from Angie Craig right and that's just super dumb it's really gross it's gross yeah it's not the way I mean Anyway, it's not the way we should play in Minnesota. I think the first time around, I mentioned like I'm not naive enough to think that this never happens. Right. Um, I'm sure. It happens all the time, probably, but it's a little bit more on the sly. Yeah. Not like out, this is pretty bold. Right. Outright yeah. calling people up and trying to get them to run. And right. apparently, um, people who were reporting on this dug into like his previous Facebook posts and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. he's pretty conservative. Yeah. Um, already like he's a trump guy like (laughs) so it wasn't like they just nudged somebody onto the field they literally pulled somebody onto the field right um and then it's all screwed up because he actually died right so it was it was already messy before this allegation came out because he had died and so the gop candidate then went to the court and said hey Right. I want to postpone State this. says, yeah, postpone the law or postpone the postpone law says the law. <laughs> postpone the election <clears throat> until like February. Like it's Something a long like time. Well, they have to rest. I mean, right. Theoretically, you should restart. Sure. So if a major party candidate dies yeah. during the um, during the campaign and the court was like, he's no. not a major party candidate. I do. I have this. This <clears throat> is probably really crass, but I have this like image in my head where the, the judge was making his ruling and he's like, <sighs> not a major party candidate. <laughs> that's not real i mean i didn't include this in my headlines <laughs> but also in the paper today yeah um governor walls was 
yeah, mentioning that's, like that's, that's on the table as one of the options to make up for this big deficit boy, now that we're going to get us off the rails already. Because <laughs> I was actually I saw that and I rolled my eyes and I was like, do not use this as a way to he backdoor. Was like, Everything's on the table. Well, and I was like specifically mentioning the weed. that. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Uh-huh. Like if you're going to put it on the table, like if you want to do it. Do it, but don't yeah. piggyback it on a like. Oh, oh we have well, to we do have to make this money. <laughs> because we need the money. I mean, anyway. we do need the money, well, but anyway, it's just say. when you when you impersonated yes. a judge <laughs> smoking <laughs> weed. That's not to. funny. This is very serious it's stuff. Very serious. Very serious. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what the heck, Minnesota? Okay, so I just want you to see right here that <laughs> there is a giant TV reflecting. Yeah. And so, like, this little kid was, like, running towards the TV, and it was adorable. Are you talking to me or the listeners? You and the (laughs) listeners. Like, this field of vision right here. I was, like, really distracted by the toddler giant on the screen, whoever's window that is. Anyway. We are super pro. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? So, I'm going to read the quote because I didn't want to get this wrong. Um, But on Tuesday... The White House Science Policy Office, first, that sounds like a made-up office. It's not a made-up office. It does kind of sound like a made-up office. It does. But anyway, they ranked... The Office of Science and Technology Policy. Yeah. Right. They ranked, quote-unquote, ending the COVID-19 pandemic atop the list of President Trump's top first-term accomplishments. Yeah. So, like, numbers are skyrocketing of new cases, and it's spreading, and, like... We're rounding a corner. It's going crazy. And he's like, we're rounding the corner. We're done. We did it. And they literally said, we are crediting him for decisive action to engage scientists, BS, um, and health professionals in academia, industry, and government to understand, treat, and defeat the disease. Woohoo. Like, we're done. Uh, <laughs> just, what the heck? And then, like, another one of his... Like, was it his chief of staff this week that was oh like, oh, yeah. we can't we, control we're it. We're not even going to control it. No, that was Mark we're not, like, we're yeah. not even going to try it. What? Yeah. I, I credit them for for Mark Meadows for finally just saying it. Yes, for like, being honest. Right. Like, it's about like, time. Our, you know what? Our <laughs> policy is that we're not going to control it. And yeah, no, the, the science thing was, that was pretty, that was all over the place. And then by the end of the day, I had mentioned that <clears throat> I had seen another headline that the, the, they had put out another thing trying to clarify their position that right. they were working on defeating it. Yeah. And, you know, when I read it, I read it again. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, where'd it go? It's right here. I mean, when it says highlights include ending. Nope, never mind. That just totally sounds like they defeated it. Yeah. I was going to try to give them some credit, but nope. there is no credit. They were, they were, the language was pretty clear, pretty clear in the memo that they put out. So what yeah. the heck? You didn't you didn't win this one. No. Maybe they, maybe like, I assume that they have like, half done memos like in a file somewhere well i mean like so yes. that when they need so to put something together anything, quick, yeah. you know and somebody just, just cut and pasted it. that yes. one but that's like for 2022 nope. this was bad uh, yeah so mm-hmm. anyway what Oof. the heck what the heck Mark okay Meadows, that was pretty great <laughs> i mean it wasn't great it was sad but no, it was also but just like, like oh my goodness yeah but like you said at least you're finally being honest you're being Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So we are doing headline hot dish today yeah so that's exciting um and yeah, so we're just running through the headlines that we yeah have caught our. And I was just super week. glad that I got there first. Boom! Yeah, we had a lot of the same ideas. Go- I know. We had to- <laughs> so many of them. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So right. what did you come mine, up with? My first one. Hey, I was excited. Maybe did you? So did you read through mine yet or not? No. Good. I like that. <laughs> um, so the postal service is apparently working. That was the headline. Well, that's great. <laughs> so I, there was a there was a, a couple articles I saw recently. 
basically talking about the Postal Service and specifically with the election and that things are pretty much going well, at least compared to how everybody was predicting. How they were expecting it. So the one that I was reading, they talked about that they had moved uh, over 500 million pieces of election mail. Which they include, that includes like ballots and um, like advertisements and flyers and all that kind of stuff. But that's a 162% increase over 2016. 162% increase. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, And a USPS representative said that the Postal Service is taking, quote, extraordinary measures and prioritizing all the ballots. um, And just also to put in there. Uh, first time or on time first class delivery is bouncing around 86 to 9 or 89 percent mm-hmm. which pre mr DeJoy, like 90 percent was like the average like that's what they're trying to do is be sure. 90 and above yeah so they're really not that far just off. a little bit whatever yeah and okay. they also quoted this lady amber mcreynolds which i had to put it on there because she's from the national vote at home institute which i didn't know there's that was like an name. institute for that there's a national <laughs> uh, vote at home institute wow and she said quote so far so good Okay, so I oh, just... Oh, here she's going to tear it apart I think now. this was... No, I just thought it was really <clears> funny <throat> because this morning, before before you had added this note, I saw this article and I was like, what? Um, because I know that you had said that. Like, I think you had texted me something like... Probably. The post office is working or whatever. Um, and so the Washington Post put out an article... Um, no, this was the 27th. So this was from yesterday that I just happened to see yesterday. And it said, amid USPS delays, election experts and campaigns weigh in. Don't mail your ballot. Oh, sure. And they're framing it like with the percentages that you mentioned. It's framed like it's the 14th consecutive week that the on-time rate sat below 90% for mail that should have reached its destination in three days. And like they go on to say like, right. it's too late to mail it, bring it directly, you know, which is good advice. But yeah. I just thought they – the. Slant, it's a, slant was very, is very different. interesting. Yeah. Um, because yeah, and like so, if I don't, it would be interesting to see that the date, what the data is on, like, okay, if it didn't get there in three days, was it four? Right. Like, if it, yeah. in four days, is it ninety six percent? Yeah. Or is mm-hmm. it like there's this dead zone? Yeah. Uh, I think that that is um the advice of not <clears throat> mailing your ballot anymore, which I think yesterday was the day. That they sort of that was what the postal service had given as their guideline, which is the guideline they've been giving for the last however yeah. many election mm-hmm. cycles that we can't guarantee if you you know don't get yep. it there by this time. And I think and, some states had put out like well, various right. deadlines, but and, yes, and yep. there's been so much flux with the when the deadlines are because every state has different deadlines. Mm, right, like they'll accept them a day or two days or which three is days. Dumb. Yeah. And and then like in Wisconsin, just recently, they had moved theirs back for a week mm-hmm. so that they would accept them a week. As long as they so this is the part I want people to hear. As long as they were postmarked. As long as they were postmarked mm-hmm. by election day. Yeah. So it's not like so you can like, like wait till after. You can after. wait till after exactly. No. And I think that's how it's usually sort of played mm-hmm. that people are like, oh, they're no. no, you still had to vote at least on the day of the election. And they're just, you know, but whatever. But they had set it a week and then a judge just threw that out and they went back to like two days and now they're appealing that. So, yeah, just don't. Yeah. Don't mail your ballot if you don't so have to. So if you still if you still have it, you can bring it in, like check with your office of yes. where you can bring it in. You can bring it into an official Dropbox. An official official Dropbox, <gasps> like a real Dropbox. A real Dropbox. Or, or you can polling. bring it into your county right. office. Yeah. So. But you can't take them to your polling <clears throat> place. No. And at least in Minnesota. No. Um, 
Mr. Simon, did you hear Steve Simon, uh, our Secretary of State, was on NPR two days ago, I think? No. And he was just answering everybody's calling questions. Aww, it was super great. That's great. Yeah, but one of the things was like, yeah, you can't. So if you have an absentee ballot, like a mail-in one, you yeah. can't bring it to a polling place on that day. Like Interesting. On, on yeah. election day. Sure. If you show it, which is, well. I uh, suppose because like they, like they are based off of, they count every, every ballot, ballot that, that you open. In, right. And like. You opened a whole package. Now you have to count for this many. So then, if right. you have extras, that would look shady. Sure. Also, if you're gonna if you're gonna show up at a polling <coughs> place on the day, you might as well just vote while you're there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah. anyway, okay. overall, U.S. Postal Service is Good functioning job. properly and not being. You know, but don't mail your ballot anymore. But don't. But don't, but don't use it. No. It's totally. Don't use it right now. <laughs> that seems so funny. Mail mm. your Christmas cards. Yes. Okay. But okay. Allow six to twelve days. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so my first headline, we're going to talk about these murder hornets again. Yes. It's been a while since we talked about the murder hornets. This is good news. This this, this is, is good news. news. Um, and when we share this link with, like on social media, we need to have a picture of their the suits. suits. Did you see these yes. suits? <laughs> they were awesome. Fantastic. Okay, so the State Agricultural Department in Washington launched this big effort to track the invasive murder hornets to find their hives. So they captured two hornets. Yeah. They used dental floss to put... Like radio like trackers radio on them, and then they later captured two more. So they had four hornets flying around. And they're trying to chase them these down. Dental floss. Like, can you imagine first? How does that even work? <laughs> and then you're like having to carefully tie, tie one of these on. on. There. Anyway, so they were successful. They found their first nest this week. They spent Saturday removing it in these crazy suits. They said the nest was the size of a basketball, and there was about 100 to 200 of these hornets in it. Um, so I guess what they're going to do is fill it with foam and wrap it in plastic something so they all die that's what they said anyway uh, well they sucked them out with a vacuum cleaner then yeah then they're gonna they sucked out the moving ones but they're oh, gonna right. fill it with foam oh, right. and wrap it because the other ones then will die and i guess they have to cut down the tree too because apparently babies can the, be there right, whatever like, i don't know i don't care but like burn down that forest <laughs> like <laughs> like we're just done done with that so they they said like now we have to capture new ones and do new trackers because there's obviously more than one nest they're not you know assuming that they found the other one but what i thought was so funny um, not funny. It's it terrible. Was funny. But it was it funny. It was funny. Apparently, they can spit venom <laughs> at you. So not only do you have to worry about their super long yeah. stinger, like it's a two-inch long hornet. They're huge. They can spit at you. Yeah. And so they have to wear these ridiculous face shield like goggles. They're huge. They're really funny looking because otherwise they could get this venom spit in their eyes. Yeah. What? No. Like what kind of a creature <laughs> is this? Yeah, I, it's really weird. Anyway, this, the um the yes the photos you will have to put it up there because yeah. it, it's like if you imagine like a like in the movie Outbreak or something like that like yes. a hazmat suit with a with a face shield glass thing yeah but on steroids yeah like you can tell that it's really thick yes like it's rubberized yeah you they cannot look like get through that spacemen mm-hmm. and women yeah uh anyway yeah but I was so excited that they found them but also what I thought was really dumb like. Like you said, they vacuumed these out, and so they showed pictures, and I'm sure there's videos of it too, of like yeah. the canisters with these live things in them. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you want that alive? They like, had to study them. But ugh. anyway, I, I, I just know. was like, that's a risky game. These suckers are—they're like two. They're huge. Inches, yeah. yeah, and they don't sting people generally. They kill the honeybees. Yeah, and which and is they, bad. they yeah, like, so it's bad for honey, our food and crops right. kind of stuff. Because they the, go to other hives and then kill them all. Kill them all. And yeah, and eat their honey. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Real nice guys. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the murder hornets, we found a nest. We're on it. Those are like so sorry, we're just gonna go on our yeah. way down a rabbit <laughs> hole. These are sometimes the things where I'm like, 
Okay. If we're going to go with a literal creation story <laughs> and all of the things that existed were made already and it was good, mm. did they, what? what did they eat before they, before the fall? Boy, did I, <laughs> half of our listeners just be like, what? Excuse me, what? That's a whole different story. Yeah. Anyway. Also, Noah, dude. Why would you save things like murder right. hornets? And mosquitoes. Or spiders. Well, spiders. Whatever. Okay. I have a list. Anyway, you have a list. Okay. All right. All right. What's your next headline? Um, this one is like a, a kind of a pat on the back to the Trump administration. Wow. Good I know. job. Um, so if you haven't heard in the last few weeks, there was another one announced uh, in the last few days that uh, the Trump administration announced that Sudan and Israel um, have agreed to normalize relations. Uh, and so they add this to, I think it was Bahar- Bahrain. That's how you say it. Now, I always want to call mm-hmm. it Bahrain, but it's Bahrain. Yeah. Um, and the United Arab Emirates, that's been in the news for a while. Like, mm-hmm. this is a big deal that they have all agreed to normalize <laughs> relations with Israel, um, which is like a big step. Sure. It, and it's a, it actually is a longstanding, it's not necessarily policy, but like effort that's been going on for multiple administrations to like, try to get other Arab countries that are maybe farther away from Israel to like start to play recognize. nice. Yeah. To play nice to sort of like get the ball rolling mm-hmm. and, and it's been happening. So, um, that was just, you know, it's also super interesting cause like they don't have, they didn't previously have like, uh, diplomatic relations. So they would still talk to each other, but you have to use like a third party. So like they, Ooh. somebody like mm-hmm. you would, Israel would talk to Egypt, and Egypt would talk to yeah. Bahrain, and Bahrain okay. would like send. It's like playing freaking telephone, yeah. Which is like, which probably leads probably to some, like some bad things. Of its own issues, yeah. So anyway, that's a big deal, and they should get some accolades for that. <laughs> um, I did find it funny though. Oh, did you, this part was funny. This funny one mm-hmm. you did. Okay. Yeah. Um, during a phone, I think it was a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump, President Trump, was on the phone with Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu, um, and they were just they were making their announcement and talking mm-hmm. about it, and <laughs> Trump. Trump kind of goes off, as Trump does, and said, quote, do you think Sleepy Joe could have made this deal, BB? BB is his nickname, if you didn't know. Uh, Sleepy Joe, I think, do you think he would have made this deal somehow? I don't think so. And (laughs) Netanyahu just, like, pauses and goes on to say something like, well, one thing I can tell you is we really appreciate all the efforts. I'm not getting involved involved in in this Mm -hmm. stupid thing. I like Um, that particularly this close to the election and right. who knows what's going to happen and yeah. I might have to deal with the next guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so props to the Trump administration, but also Trump, dude. Yeah. Dude. It just... You don't need to run the extra lap around your victory <laughs> lap to try to get your buddies. You're not in you're not in, as he would maybe say, uh, you know, the locker room yeah. where you're like, Hey, yeah, oh, you true. don't think, you know, <laughs> sleepy Joe Biden couldn't have done uh, this. You know, no, no. we are on a, official call yeah which is which is being recorded being recorded and, and yeah. going to be released to the public yeah no make better choices you think you're gonna <laughs> i can't anyway yep so that mm-hmm. could almost was a what the heck i almost put it up there but <laughs> but the pot thing was way better the pot so. thing was better <laughs> all right okay um so my next headline um is from alabama Alabama. Alabama. Um, So there is an amendment on the ballot. It's Amendment 4, and it kind of just blew my mind. So um, the equal. What's an amendment? Amendment to the Constitution? To their Constitution. State Constitution. Constitution. Yeah. Um, So this was being reported from the Equal Justice Initiative, which 
you know, I'm a fan of Brian Stevenson. Anyway, um, so apparently the law in Alabama still requires segregated schools. So the language from their state constitution, which was written back in 1901, still is standing in their law book. Yeah, Yeah. that says that um, different... um, yeah, that schools have to be segregated. Anyway, the language is gross because it's from 1901. <laughs> um, but what's even more ridiculous to me, so in both 2004 and 2012, efforts were made to try to remove that language from the Constitution, and the voters rejected it. Really? Yeah. Um, so oh. I just can't fathom, like, no, this is part of our heritage. We want this to still be there. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I, anyway, I could not. It, I, I, I could haven't not looked see, into it. So. Yeah, I could not see like what what could possibly be your argument there. Like, anyway, that was that was the explanation that was given. Like they wanted they wanted to preserve that part of their like this was part of their sure. history kind of a thing. But That's mm, weird. it's not a good enough reason for me. But anyway, um, so last year in 2019, the legislature in Alabama um, passed a bipartisan bill so that it could then be on the ballot for voters again. Mm. And they did point out, like, it's not legally enforceable because federal no, but law, it's like obviously. A symbolic thing. Right. right. Um, but it's actually said to still be impacting what's actually playing out in Alabama because over 90% of students in the state's 75 failing schools are black. And so their schools are still like, heavily like segregated. Majority black? Or, yeah. Okay. Over 90% of the students. They're not actually black schools. They're. No, but over yes. 90%. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's still heavily segregated um, schooling. Which comes down to all kinds of, you know, Other housing stuff. things and whatever too. But um, so it is, it is still playing out, and I just, I just can't. It blew my mind. Anyway, that's crazy. It is crazy. So hey, Alabama, vote, vote you know, to like to get rid of, get rid or, you of know, segregation. Add, added this amendment to your constitution. It's time. The dumb thing there, at least, I mean, because I don't know, because maybe there was oftentimes with this type of thing, like there'll be a amendment or a bill put forward, and like the language in it will have something in it that um that is like a like a poison pill so like even though you want to vote for this you can't because it also included like taking all the funding away from busing or something like that yeah yeah so i don't know if there's anything like that in there um but also you're not going to erase it because as amendments work it gets added to the end so the language will still be there so your history is still in the constitution well and i kind of also feel like do we really need to point out we're not going to ever forget right. like the history well, of this? Su- I mean, like, and guess what? <laughs> if we get to the point where we all forget that at one time we had segregated schools, right? Praise Jesus. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's true. Yeah, it could maybe. It's a good thing. Sure. Okay. What's next? Um, <laughs> right after Alabama. Oh yeah, right. So I think okay. one. Of, I don't know if it was last week. One of the last couple podcasts. One of my <gasps> things was like, "Hey, hey, Hunter Biden's back in the news." Yeah. There wasn't anything else to talk about. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's been all over the, pl- it has been all over the place since this new Hunter Biden email scandal, whatever sure. has come out. Um, and a lot of conservative news outlets have been reporting on the non-reporting of this story. Yes. Like basically most of their stories have been about how the mainstream media hasn't picked it up and, yes. and like, why aren't people talking about it or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They're not really focusing that much on on the story no uh which i found interesting because i think it was a day or two ago fox news had uh put out their own report where they (laughs) about the scandal um which reported that quote fox news has reviewed the emails from uh, is it bablinsky how do you say his name whatever his partner who apparently has these emails bablinsky (laughs) bablinsky yeah it related to the venture and they don't show that the elder biden had any business dealings with Sinohawk Holdings or took any payments from them or the Chinese, unquote. 
So basically, Fox News is only reporting about the actual story that I could find um, is about how there's nothing to be reported here. Yet at the same time, there's like if you go to their website, there's like six different stories about the non-story. Well, and apparently Tucker Carlson like yeah spent a full show. Did I need to wind you up for that one? You were already wound up for the Tucker (laughs) Carlson show. You love the Tucker Carlson show. No, 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 but. He and he made a really big deal. I watched only the beginning, right? Because I'm not going to give that an hour of my time. But he made a really big deal about how he was going to devote the whole episode to this guy. First time ever. First time ever. First time ever. One he interviewed whole hour. this guy. Yep. This Babulinski guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because nobody else was doing it, and I'm like, what? And so that was what I had heard. Like I, I saw somebody complaining. They shared the Tucker Carlson episode, and they said, "Hey, nobody's talking about this." And so I was like, "What?" Right. So. Quick Google search. Everybody's talking about it. <laughs> Every, Everybody. Right. Uh, on, on the conservative sphere. Yeah. It's, or the Trumple, Trumpy conservative sphere. Yeah. Why isn't anybody? Why isn't anybody? Why yeah. isn't everybody? It's everywhere. Yeah. But it's mostly about how there's nothing to be there. Yeah. There's nothing there there. So I just, I think it's really interesting then that you said that <laughs> Fox News actually Fox News. reports that there's nothing there right but then he also devoted a whole hour to this guy yeah anyway. and one of the things that i thought was interesting too is like so this this person who has come forward who's mm-hmm. a former business partner of sure. uh, hunter biden um saying that he has these emails which that whole thing is sketchy anyway yeah that's like a whole nother rabbit hole um but like <laughs> it's a really weird rabbit hole nobody, too. nobody so like the people from the white house we're shopping this story around. So Judy yeah. Giuliani goes and digging yeah. for dirt, mm-hmm. supposedly finds this hard drive right. from a computer that was abandoned at a repair shop. But the blind person who yeah. took it said for so sure anyway, so it was, Rudy's yeah. So Rudy's got this dirt, this yeah. big scandal thing. Yes. Gives it to the White House. The mm-hmm. White House and Rudy shop it around mm-hmm. as people do. I mean, this is normal. Like sure. they have a story, so they're trying to find somebody to write it. Nobody they, will do it. Right. They take it to the Wall Street Journal. They take it to New York Times. They take it to Washington Post. They no. take it everywhere. Nobody will touch it. Fox Even News Fox said wouldn't no. touch it. Yeah, that's before this one. Like yeah. they looked at it and were like we can't substantiate any no. of this, so they give it to the New York Post, which is like a rag. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's how they, you know. So somebody finally printed it, so they can now start talking about it. Sure. Um, but like it's just this giant mess. And so this guy who who is this person that Tucker Carlson or, um, interviewed, it's telling. Tucker Carlson is not a news show. No. Mm-mm. It's a commentary show. Right. It's like uh, Rachel Maddow or it's like, yeah. um, uh, what's his, uh, I forgot his name now. The other guy on Fox News. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway. Sean Hannity? Sean Hannity. There you go. Yeah. Or his other guy who's not there anymore because yeah. he got fired because he was doing inappropriate things. Right. Um, but these guys are not, It's they're not journalists. Right. They are commentators. No. Yeah. And they bring people on to talk about the news. Yeah. And so the only, the one guy that they can interview about this supposed big deal is not on any of even Fox News' shows. Mm-mm. Like the actual newsy news shows. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I was, mm. <laughs> again, that one's going to be what the heck, but. I had, right? I had to make space. There were space. so many things. <laughs> I had to make space. So many space. things this week. So it's still a non-story, but also, the story is that it's a non-story. And I just, like, there was there was some um, commentary in, a, in some piece that I read today about, like, remember 2016 when, like, the October surprise was oh, Hillary's yeah. emails, yes. you know? And, like, oh, my gosh, right. we're trying this again because, again, there's nothing there. 
And how many people are going to fall for like, oh, right. now there's emails, you know? Yeah. Hopefully less than did last time. I don't know. But at it's just le- like you, you least, have nothing, so you're making up crap, and it's dumb. At least the last time around, the Hillary's email scandal thing, like there was like the missing emails and like that they had been deleted and they were official emails while she worked for the government. Sure. So like, there were like, there was reason like to look. You, right. Yeah. And like, this is like, you're just digging around literally in people's trash bins trying yeah. to find anything at all that you can throw at them. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to like, I'm not defending the Hillary email scandal. No, I think so just like the, like the similarity of like, of, yes, that uh, it's the end of the deal. And yeah. And, yeah. There was so much stuff that happened in the last six weeks of the of oh my the gosh it was election yeah. I had forgotten yeah like a giant cluster yeah. mm-hmm. I mean I didn't forget about the things I right. forgot that they all happened in such like, a short in amount such of time a short order yeah and now we've had this year yeah which has also just been <laughs> crazy bonkers. every day feels like a week uh huh it's good <laughs> it feels like a week okay <sighs> so I really tried to stretch myself so that not all of my headlines were about Trump, but this one... Hey, Alabama I just, wasn't about Trump. I know, yeah. So, Murder but, hornets right? were about to, You I, did a good I job. I did. So here, we're going to talk about it again. Right. So um, report just came out by... Um, this was from the Washington Post, but it's being reported by others as well. Um, Trump collected more than $8 million of income to like into his businesses, primarily the hotel in Washington and the golf club down in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. From U.S. taxpayers and political supporters or um, his campaign. Yeah. Um, so these reports came out this week. He himself has visited his clubs and hotels more than 280 times during his pregnancy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> presidency, which. Kind of feels um, like it's been it, like a four-year pregnancy. Oh, my gosh. Pregnancy. It's like an elephant gestation. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he visits there a lot. When, which is funny because they pointed out, like, remember when he said he wasn't going to have time for golf? Oh, no. And anyway. Yeah. He's but, golfed twice as much as Obama. Yeah. So it brings in a ton of money just for him to visit because, like, the Secret Service has, has to come with him, all the staff, whatever. Right. Right. But he also has hosted, hosted foreign leaders and campaign things there. So they Do were pointing out. Down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I haven't even had anything to drink. Okay. Um, so they were pointing out, like, itemized things. And yep. I just thought it was astounding. So when he had um, Japan's former prime minister there, um, they build the government more than $22,000 just for food and flowers. Yeah. It sounds because good. Because you need flowers. You do. And they were like, and, and we had to put like, we had to do floral planning for rooms, even where minor meetings were, like where they were talking about how to set up a meeting for somebody else. That right. room, that also, room had also had flowers. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, so the limit, there's a limit of like, you know, a set amount, it's it's like less than a hundred bucks. Like it's dirt cheap of what like you're supposed to get reimbursed. So Secret Service can't stay in a room for like more than this, right? Oh, sure. And they're like, well, you know, there was a house for $2,700 a night that more than three for, people yeah. stayed there. And like we adjusted the bill later. I don't know. It's yeah. just all of it is so fishy. Um, but they're also saying that this is just the tip of the actual dollars that have gone into Trump's businesses based on his presidency because the White House themselves um, and the State Department have refused to release their right. financial records right. about it. Um, so they're like, it's actually much more. And I just, I feel like there was a lot of discussion when he was elected about um, like making money off of the role of president, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Isn't there like a thing? What do you mean? Is there a like, thing? He shouldn't be... Well, no, it's a little gray. Okay. I mean, It's like, a little gray. I, there's not like any law necessarily, okay. I don't think, that has been broken here. Okay. 
It's just, I mean, there's definitely some stuff that's been broken, in my opinion, on using the government to to like in campaign ads and stuff yes, like that. Yes, like, yeah, like that National Parks ad. Right. And yeah. like when they're flying around in Air Force One, like so when he flies to Florida to do rallies, yeah. his campaign is supposed to reimburse the Oh yeah. The, and and I'm mm-hmm. they probably are. I mean Maybe. like so, no, I mean they probably are. Sure. That one's gonna be a little bit harder to hide. Mm-hmm. Uh there are people who like we'll look at that. Stuff like that. <laughs> but no, I mostly I just think it's just bad Form. That's what I'm and, like. And, and like, this isn't a good look. No, like, but let's be honest. Every president, at least modern presidents, they they don't make a ton of money while they're in office. Like, sure. The point is, like, you're taken care of. He's making a crap ton of money while he's in office. Right. But but when they get out, they make a ton of money. They'll sure. Write some yeah. Books, they write a book they or do they do speaking, speaking things. things, and yeah. they get paid a ridiculous yeah. amount. I mean, there's a reason why the Clintons are now millionaires. It's yeah. not because of like their great like. Um, <laughs> Business acumen yeah. and their investments. Right. Wink, wink, white water. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> like, That's it good. wasn't because of that. I mean, they're basically broke when yeah. they left the White House and now they're millionaires. Sure. Um, okay. I don't necessarily begrudge I, people of that, but like, it is pretty gross. I feel like this. When it's like, at, like it's directly yeah. tied to taxpayer money. Yeah. And so like it, it walked through like, so the first foreign leader that he hosted there, it was, here's the charge for the rooms. Right. And like. The other things, like, or the rooms were free, but the housekeeping charge, you know, like, we're going to donate the room, whatever. Oh, sure. And then every time it just kind of just get, get, like, going up and up, like, here's a few thousand of alcohol. Thing. Here's a right. few, you know. And so, like, you're you're profiting quite a bit right. off of this, which, you know, initially there was a lot of discussion about where you're supposed to host foreign dignitaries, yeah. like, you know, when whatever. He tried to have the G8 at one of his. Yeah. yeah. And, and he finally that, backed that off of that. Kibosh, so. <laughs> yeah. No. So anyway, I just, yeah, It'll maybe be, that's why it just doesn't sit very no, right. it doesn't sit well. Yeah. Because it's like he's hustling. Yeah. While he's president. Because mm-hmm. he knows he has a lot of debt out there, well, you know? I mean, he's going <laughs> to. He does have a lot of assets. I mean, like. The, sure. Anyway, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't talk too much about it. We There's a couple of way, ways back about the, the tax returns. Yes. Like that, but yeah. like. It is just a little bit gross. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So they're also, spending wasn't a lot there of money. Like three for a glass of water. Yes. That one was one I each. Fa- that was my favorite. Yeah. Because it was like a glass of water for Donald Trump. Yes. So he's at his own resort. And he is making us pay for that glass <laughs> of water. Better been good water. <laughs> Better. <It's> Florida water. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Oh, Texas um, man. Texas man. Oh, this one pissed me off. Okay. Sorry. All right. <clears throat> oh, you just right. You I didn't, didn't read, read it. Yet. Texas no. man. So, Miss Mr. Ivan Harrison Hunter uh, has been arrested and charged with multiple felonies connected with the riots in Minneapolis after George Floyd's murder. Oh, mm-hmm. so basically, this yeah. guy is one of the Boogaloo Boys, mm-hmm. which we haven't done a show on the Boogaloo Boys, but we've mentioned them before. Yep. Um, they're sort of like a loose. Um, group of people who are usually militant, um, but also they're like calling for. There, there's a wide array of them, but usually there's something about like uh, there's a second revolution, yes. not revolution, there's yeah. a second civil war coming. Right, like, and and they're kind of they're they're not quiet about like we're a militia. No, yeah, no. and they're on social media and stuff like that. And so this guy um, was is one of those people, and he traveled up after George Floyd's yep. murder um, mm-hmm. during the riots. He came up from Texas explicitly mm-hmm. to cause trouble and to try to incite basically a race war. Yeah. Um, where he is now being charged with um, firing multiple shots. I think it was like 13 shots or something mm-hmm. like that at the 3rd Precinct. Yeah. Like an AK-47, like, 
So he went to Minneapolis. Yeah. Yep. Embedded himself to try to start these, a civil war, like riots or whatever. Yeah. On the day that they were um, like rioting, and they overtook the the third precinct, which was burned. Was that the ground. same day that he that he I did that? I don't I don't okay. know the timeline, but okay. anyway, he's yeah. there. He's shooting at the police station. Yeah. Not because he hates the police. No. He's just trying to cause trouble. Yeah. And um, this really pissed me off because. It's Minnesota. One, it's Minnesota. Yeah. Freaking Texas. Don't dude. do it. Mm-hmm. Stay out of here. And two, like a lot of our elected leaders and police people got a lot of crap because they had basically said this was happening during like during the riots and things like that. They they would be they were talking about how outside agitators were coming in and stuff. Yeah, like that. because and people were trying to say no. It's only were, right, the protesters. It's exactly. only the African Americans. Whatever. And yeah. And it was like quiet for a long time. And mm-hmm. if you start digging into it. Um, the nope. FBI has been kind of quietly like mm-hmm. arresting people yeah. over the last five months yep. who are doing these kinds of things. And so apparently he also went out to California and he's connected with another one of these Boogaloo boys who shot and killed a federal officer in Oakland. Yeah. Um, which is usually these are the things that like gets thrown. Now, I'm not going to say that there weren't some rioters that were not Boogaloo boys that that were part of the violence or, sure. like, you know, but you get this stuff thrown in your face when you're like trying to understand mm-hmm. what's going on and people like point to this, you know, well, they're shooting at the police. They're killing police officers. Well, actually, maybe not as much as we yeah. would like to think. Kind mm-hmm. of like the Kenosha, Wisconsin guy who yeah. shows up and starts shooting people. And like, also, if if there were none of these folks joining in, how much of that... Right, we will would, never know. Right, like how much like, of that would have actually ever happened because they go there just like to that. stir that up, just to make sure that things ex- escalate. And and also, they do it quietly because for whatever reason, they <laughs> don't seem... quietly. Well, for whatever reason, they don't seem to like want to um, necessarily take take credit necessarily like for, it, i think wisconsin was maybe different but in minneapolis was yeah. it was like let's make sure that it looks like oh sure. it was all the black lives matter protests this guy in particular part of the reason he got caught is that he announced it mouth- mouthing off on facebook about with his you know boogaloo boy friends like, oh my gosh boogaloo boy yeah anyway. <laughs> um but like if you do you remember umbrella man there was the umbrella yeah. man yeah like that's mm-hmm. that kind of thing you're talking about yeah where, like he's you know Basically disguised and running yeah. around and and breaking stuff to just try to get the ball rolling. Right, That's essentially what yeah. it was. Let's get the ball rolling and then yep. anyway. Yeah. So that really, I mean, I'm happy they got him, but I was yeah. really pissed about it because. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder also how much how much harder like because all of these issues are so much harder to talk about because people get so emotional when it turns into violent right. riot and whatever and like if we were aware of hey this is a part of that. You know, like, would that help those conversations? Or I don't know. It just seems like. Was that in May or June? It was in May. Well, no. So he he was killed in the end of May. So then it started like right at the beginning. So we're talking about June, July, August, September, October. So it's five months. Yeah. So I also want to say, like, props to the FBI and to police departments and stuff who are, like, having to deal with all of this pressure of, like, all of the all the protesting and the rioting and the extra scrutiny. Yeah. And, and then also at the same time still trying to just quietly plug away at their job. Mm-hmm. Where this guy was running around for five months yeah. until they could, you know, somebody, somebody was putting this case together yep. quietly, following, get yep. evidence, you know, do the, and it's just. Yep. So law enforcement, props to you for yeah. 
this, continuing this... to do your job, even though it's got to be, I mean, it's already got to be hard. Right. Yeah. Um, it's got to even be no, That was, that was great. That was a good move. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So this, we're going to end, Spe- we're going to end. Speaking of pissing me off. <laughs> we're going to end on a lighter note. Is it? Well, is okay. It? Daylight savings time is not a lighter note. I hate daylight savings time. <laughs> Whatever. Like, it shouldn't be a thing anymore. Okay. I love I John get, Oliver's little thing about, like, why the hell is this still a thing? I it, get confused. Which one is daylight savings and which one is sorry, standard time? Sorry. It's daylight saving time. Saving time. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not supposed to say savings. right now and then we move to standard time? No. So we're going into saving, saving yeah. time. So we're currently in standard time. I think so. Like, so there's some weird places in the United States that don't do saving yes. time. So, like, we're all synced right now. Yeah. And we're about to get screwed up. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I, th- I think I just so. Make sure, I think I so. I, when I say daylight savings. I, I know. Do, I already I say just, I always say all that. All I mean is, like, when we move the clocks. Yeah. I don't. But anyway. No. So, yeah. So I hate so the I hate up. the whole concept. But anyway, I read an interesting little thing that I thought was just adorable. So... Um, and also weird because at the castle in Great Britain, um, mm. like the Windsor Castle, whatever, apparently the they change lives. their clocks a week before us. Of course they do. What? And what? At, anyway, that's even weirder. Um, so they did this last weekend. <laughs> oh, later. I, I was <laughs> sorry. I thought you were going the dark way. Anyway, so continue. No. Um, okay. So. We're all going to change our clocks, whatever. Most of us, this is done for us, you know, digitally because we have phones. But there is a horological conservator, literally mm. the person who cares for clocks. Okay. That's a full-time job at the castle. Yes. He has to change more than 400 clocks by hand. Um, On the same day? He took a whole weekend to do okay. it. Wow. Um, he also has to set all of the kitchen clocks to their own time zone because they, are all have, they all have to be five minutes faster to keep things running on time. <laughs> so all of the he, kitchen ones are five minutes ahead, yeah. so that people's tea shows up yeah. when it's supposed to. Uh huh. Wow. Um. So he said that the time change job takes him at least sixteen hours. Wow. On a regular basis, he spends one full day every week hand winding all of the clocks to keep them running. Like, <laughs> I I just first of all, there are still people going in to study clocks, right? Yes. Like, okay, right. He's like a young a, dude. Wow. And apparently, like, this is a lifetime gig. So yeah, he's like, hey, I got in super early. So, like, now I'm, you know, this is my job. Like, but there are still people going to school to wow. be horological conservators. I had to Google what yeah, horological. Yeah, because that sounds hor- horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's an H. H-O-R-O. Yeah. Anyway. Horological. <laughs> I just, that's insane. I, that's what I thought. I was like, this is just a really... Anyway, so they showed pictures of him and his all the little, you know, really fancy clocks from like hundreds right. of years sure ago, they're whatever. Like, right. They're cool ornate and amazing and whatever. And... Yes. And they're on like a schedule. Like he has to take each one apart, you know, every wow, so many right. years Clean and up, like put them together. I just can't fathom that. But anyway, there's over 400 clocks there that he has to change all by hand. So I'm like, hey, here's my iPhone. It changes, it changes for me while I sleep. So whatever. That is... Just an alternate universe. I know is what that is. That <laughs> that that there are people. So like, <laughs> there are people like staff. Like that's what you would do your entire career would be in the yeah. same. Hmm. I guess it's not any different than like working like a cubicle job where you work the same job, but I like guess. to be in the same building for your entire career. Yeah. And all you did was work with clocks. Yep. Wind them mm-hmm. up and dust them. Yeah. Like. 
You don't I, even work with people. No. Like you wouldn't be uh-uh. like chatting it up with No, you people. don't like chat it up with the queen or no, anything. No, not. No. Uh, that's crazy. I was like, well, I guess a cool part, you know, like learning the history behind some of these clocks. Like, sure. you know, this was Queen Victoria's right. favorite, whatever. This was a gift from you whoever. But an, You can get a self-guided uh, audio tour to do yes. that for you. <laughs> you know, you know person to do it. I, I just thought it was really interesting. Um, and wow. Yeah. Can we go There's, back to like how miserable the change is though? Like yeah i i think it's real dumb and i was so a friend of ours had shared an article about like oh yeah i didn't get to read it several yet. reasons why this, this needs is to dumb make it on your show yeah which i thought was really funny <laughs> yeah did you bring it up to her no no so i was like i'm already talking about that so hey <laughs> so bonus so what did the article say well um that a few of the things yeah that it's dumb so it was it was brought about like um world war ii-ish to conserve electricity yeah so we wanted to save energy and we're thinking like if we have less time where we need the sun during a working day, you know, know, we'll have less lights on. I guess. Um, but studies have found that doesn't actually Not make anymore. a difference. No. Um, and also, I just feel like in these northern states especially, when when it's dark yeah. from going to work to coming home from work, yeah. it's not a great idea. Because if we didn't move them when we left work at 5, it would still be slightly light out. Yeah. But right you know, as we move them and we move into December, January, February, we have like three months where when you leave work at five o'clock, it's just dark. Yeah. I have, you know, toyed around with, I should really, I should really talk about doing it for real, but like toyed around with just saying, you know what, in the wintertime, here's the deal. In the summer, we work four tens. Everybody gets Friday off. And in the wintertime, we love work, it so much. We work five days a week, but everybody leaves at 3.30. Yes. Like because you still need some sunshine you in your life. It's a really big deal. And when you yeah. have children, it wrecks you. This wrecks you oh for my an gosh. entire week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like to make the shift. Now it'll be interesting because especially we're, when you have small in, children, we're in but, hybrid. You know. Yeah. So like the all the days are not. You know, we don't have to get up so early in right. the morning anymore. Yep. Um. But yeah, when you have small children, it messes them up. If you have medium children, it messes them up. Anyway. Yeah. It's dumb. We should change it. It is dumb. Um, so we'll throw this link out too um, since we discussed a little bit of it. But but really, like if we left it in daylight saving time, so the way that it is for winter for those of us in the United States, yeah. um, it really just makes like the makes reasonable miserable. sunrise time. No, like it, it would we would end up with a more reasonable sunrise time um, and the sunset time wouldn't actually end up so early. Yeah. So it would kind of be good eventually. Anyway, right. okay. So daylight savings time is dumb. It's dumb. All right. Let's wrap it up with something yeah. nice. Let's talk about nice things. Okay. Except the clocks, I guess we're kind of <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so I'm going to go first because mine's just tiny and little and super local. It's cute, but it's though. really cute. Um, so last week we got dumped on with some early snow. Yeah, like a lot. A lot of two early snow. They had like eight inches. Two, right. Yeah. About, um, which is really dumb. It's <laughs> and too- early. It's too early for that much snow and that kind of cold anyway. Um, but so we're still trying now to play football because we just recently got <laughs> football back, right. right? So it's a late football season. Um, so teams were kind of left to scramble. Um, a neighboring town, a teeny little town called Underwood, um, their field could not handle the snow and like trying to be cleared and right. be able to play a game. And so they reached out and our activities director, Der- Derek Abrams, mm-hmm. um, and our all of their crews, um, they got together and f- cleared the field before 8 a.m. Yeah. They So they could have Underwood and their opponent come over and play on our field. Yeah. 
I was like, that's so cool. It is cool. Anyway, and Underwood did a big shout out to um, to the staff and um, just to the school for letting them do that. And I thought that was really cool to It was super nice. Help them out. Yeah. It was like the first time. So like a couple years ago, we redid our football stadium yeah. and our field. Mm-hmm. And they put in a, an, not it's not AstroTurf, but no, they put in an artificial turfish. turf, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was real dumb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. And now you're like, here, I guess this way. Right. And mm-hmm. so like that's because of that. And it's, yeah. you know, because then it has all this drainage and everything. They yeah. were able to, to put this on. And it'll also help our kids. Like, yeah, it's not uncommon for us to make it to Thanksgiving or maybe even crap almost a Christmas right. without any snow. Like yeah. this is real weird. Yeah. Um, not unprecedented? No, but it's Although just... Although we did beat snow it's, totals, I think. We've been... Yes, we did beat the like the most snow that we've had in early October. Right. But... Um, and the temperatures have been like 20 degrees below normal. Yes, so it's been So whatever. Cold. Also, I just want to add to this as we're talking about the weather. The weather guy in the Star Tribune... Yeah. Um, so like he's on the little back page. He yeah. just gets a little thing. He is just such a happy... Like I never, friendly. I never read him. You need to read it no. every time. It's a Paul smile Hunter at the is end my of only guy. No, it's a smile anybody. at the end of the weather. Anyway, right. shout out to Fergus Falls Public Schools for helping out a neighboring town. All right. Okay, cool. what do you got? Um, mine was from the Star Tribune today. Did you see this? About I did. Yeah, so the, the, they had a big article in the variety section about Alan Miller, who has been hosting the public access show called Access to Democracy for the last 20 years. So he's this octogenarian yeah i was gonna say he's he's like 80 something old dude yeah who sort of like by happenstance was asked to like do an interview with somebody 20 years ago on a local like uh cable access thing Mm -hmm. and it just sort of stuck and so he's been doing it for 20 years he records like every friday he like records like three or every other week or something like that he does back-to-back interviews Mm -hmm. um he's continued to do it during the pandemic with zoom and stuff um but some of the quotes from the article was that it's a friendly style of sparring that can still end with both parties clinking a pint glass. And it feels especially rare when the schism between political viewpoints has become so vast and the rhetoric so devices that those with opposing ideologies can hardly be found in the same room together. And I just Aww. like, I thought it was really mm-hmm. cool because I also was like, hey. Tammy, <laughs> it's us in 20 years. Yeah. No, I mean, it was really cool. a lot and, more years to be 80-something. Well, no, sorry. He's oh, been yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it for 20 okay. years. But like, I was like, oh, this is great. And I've it's never really heard cool. of it before. Mm-hmm. So nope. you guys should check it out. Um, he's had all kinds of people on the show. He's an avowed whatever. I think he calls him like like a, a raging liberal. Yeah. He, um, but he has everybody on, yep. different kinds of people on, and they and they have good conversations, and sometimes mm-hmm. they argue. But they uh, they – they end peacefully so yeah, i think it was, it was great. really cool so you can mm-hmm. check them out we'll put the link up um but yeah i super yeah. love this one it was really cool yeah yeah it's nice it was nice well there you have it another episode of flyover logic this is mike and tammy saying that even if you don't have time to land here we're glad you found time to listen 